Hey everyone, my name is Evan Bieber and welcome to Pop Rocks Interviews. This podcast shares conversations with up-and-coming or independent artists. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. All of these interviews and more can be found on our website at poprocksbk.com. Leah is an LA-based alternative pop artist who has intertwined the boldness of punk with the beachiness of pop. Inspired by artists such as Mayday Parade, Charlotte Sands, and Secondhand Serenade, Leah considers her sound colorful, extroverted, aggressive, and blunt. I talked with Leah about her experience of growing up in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, moving to LA, and how that inspired her debut EP, Jersey Boy. So much talking in my head, I could just stay in bed, but I want to do this all night. Hey, it's nice to finally meet you face to face, even though I feel like I know you by now. Yeah, I know, right? You, you as well. Thank you so much for uh, having me on this again. I think it's been almost a year, it's, maybe. Yeah, Has it? that's or crazy. Like two, I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah, that's so crazy. Um, yeah, this is so exciting that you're that you're here. And I love your EP. Yay! Thank you so much. I'm so glad you like it. Oh my gosh, of course. Also, your hair is always just so cool. (laughs) Thanks! I have, like, my roots are growing in a little bit. I'm going to need to do a little touch-up. And, like, the green is turning into, like... It's not yellow yet, but I feel like it's... I, I like it. <laughs> uh, so I think at first I kind of wanted to start talking about kind of some of the music that you grew up with. So who were some of the artists that you listened to? I feel like it was a lot of pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the music I discovered myself was like Mayday Parade. And I grew up on like Secondhand Serenade and all those kind of like they weren't they were they were small. I don't know. They weren't they were they weren't small. Um, at the time, but I still feel like they had a niche of like a certain type of pop punk that wasn't super mainstream at the time. So I was really into that. Um, you know, my mom introduced me to a lot of jazz and I had a lot of friends that listened to classic rock and like, you know, older family members and family friends that introduced me to like a lot of really cool classic rock. But I would say like the pop punk music is the stuff that I discovered myself, which feels pretty good when you find artists yourself and you know you, you just kind of browse through cds at the time and and put them on and be like wow i really like this totally and especially i'm so i love that we grew up on such similar music which i knew just by listening to your music already yes. but what a good point about like secondhand serenade um and, and made a parade of being like they were big but they weren't like the headliners of of warp tour or things like that but they had like a following but it was definitely a a a following the same people (laughs) yeah yeah i feel like it was just like a great community that and like i'm i'm literally going to a i have vip passes to mayday parade next month so it's like no matter how many years go by it's like i'm still their fan base like those artists fan bases are so loyal oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean that i think growing up with that music is just it's i mean it's the best (laughs) and and i agree it's kind of like it doesn't go away yeah music is always uh not only does it feel nostalgic but it also feels like it's just it's still as good as when it first came out yeah, it's always relevant. Yes, totally. Um, I also read that your um, in college your acapella group went viral. 
Yes, that was a that was a time. Um, <laughs> I, at the time, I was in Twisted Measure, which they're still going strong. I mean, they're they're an acapella group. Uh, their first one that the school ever had, so they get new members every year. But nice. um, back in like 2014, we put out a cover of Sia's Chandelier, and that was before everything became like that was before viral. I call it virality. I don't think that's a word, <laughs> but I think people use it. I like that, that. was before that was. Yeah, that was before that was huge. Um, and like, you know, TikToks just blew up. It, it was way before that. So like going viral was you did it on YouTube or mm-hmm. you were in news outlets. And that's kind of how people found out about you. So it was really cool to have that happen to us before it was so common. Um, and yeah, it it it, uh, it blew up. We charted um, major, major charts on like iTunes and Spotify and whatnot. So mm. I was really fun at the time, and I think yeah. that's always a fun little fact and really helped me understand the music industry before jumping into it as a solo artist. Totally. Is that what kind of inspired you or, I guess, motivated you to to start your own solo career? No, I've always wanted to do that. I was releasing music at the time. Okay. Um, I think my name didn't have the spaces, um, <laughs> so I was releasing music under just like my first name. I wasn't really taking it seriously, but... Um, I did start releasing a song a year while I was still in college, um, obviously still singing with my acapella group. That took up a lot of my time. So I wasn't able to focus on my solo career as much as I had wanted to until I graduated from college. But I always I mean, I always wrote. I always wrote. I always knew I love, you know, I always knew that I was going to do this and I've always loved it. I think having that song go viral and um, being in an acapella group and kind of getting my ins and outs of like the creative parts of being an artist and also the business side of things that definitely I can say that helped me, you know, start my artist career for sure. Um, So definitely, yeah, definitely gave me a lot of tools and insights and warnings and everything before I jumped into it myself. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I want to talk about Jersey Boy. Uh, because I loved all the, of course, all the single, the singles leading up to it, all the songs, um, and I really like just kind of the the story that um, you can hear with it of of basically uh, from from the, my perspective or listeners' perspective of kind of growing up in New Jersey and moving to LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how was that uh, experience? Uh, you grew up in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Yes. And moved to L.A. How was your transition moving to L.A.? Um, I mean, it was it was great. I was I was uh, like my hand was kind of held because my school did support me in that. I had a, a place to stay the first couple of times I lived out here when I was going back and forth. Um, and they kind of gave me all the ropes to be able to navigate the city. Nice. So I, I always just knew I wanted to go to L.A. Um, it, it always been like a dream of mine and I made it happen. Um, and I usually keep my word for the things that I really want. So, it yeah, there wasn't really any second guess about it. The transition was pretty smooth. Uh, I say I tell the story a lot, but when I... Um, was like get, getting ready to move to LA and I like permanently in 2018 I was so obsessed with like the indie pop scene and and pop music um, and I think pop music uh, you know well, obviously pop's always changing but what yeah. it was then is not what it is now and I do still love what it is now um, but I don't really want to be writing it as much anymore and I don't yeah. want to be creating that kind of music anymore so I think that's kind of where Jersey Boy came from because I, I took my Jersey roots and like 
I guess the love that I had for California, but I wasn't doing like the California beach pop anymore. I mm-hmm. wanted to take it on back to what I grew up with and what I was right. Like, I feel like I lost, not, oh, I don't like saying this, but I feel like I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I feel like I lost myself a bit when I first moved here because I got really caught up in LA as flashy Los Angeles, mm-hmm. California, um, which I mean, I, I've been here for six years almost and I, I still love it here so much, but it's just such, it's such a different place now. And so yeah. um, realistically, now that I'm thinking with like a realistic mindset, um, it's very different than what I had thought it was when I moved there. So I feel like at that time I wanted to write pop and I think LA really inspired that, but Jersey Boy's kind of like my, hey, I'm going to change things up you're not even ready for what's next like it's not it's going to sound even different from that and we'll talk about that later but yeah it's a transition and it's trying to just going back to my roots i i love that and i can definitely hear it and i read a quote you said once that it really resonated with me um from someone who i'm from connecticut and i moved to new york um also six years ago so uh, and i read that you said i shaped my sound around what i fantasized la as and i like what you what so like I love that because that's kind of what New York was to me. It's like has this idea and to me it had like a sound. But then when you're in it, you're like, oh, that's not actually the maybe not like the actual feel. But before I came yeah. here, I was like, oh, New York feels like this. It sounds like this. <laughs> like how you embody like a feeling that mm-hmm. something is different. You know, when you go different places, you just have this like feeling in your gut that yeah. it, it feels a certain way just like how you imagine like certain things might smell or taste yep. and whatnot so i yeah that's really cool that you resonate with that because yeah. that that was my experience yeah absolutely absolutely and uh and also music that i love is that california pop punk sounds like something corporate or yellow card those are some of my favorites growing yeah. up as well <laughs> i know it's here too i'm like i'm discovering there are so many cool artists in like the pop punk scene here and I, I really, let me tell you, the past couple of months, I dove headfirst into that community mm-hmm. here, and I've been loving every single person I've met. Uh, it's been like an incredible experience. So that's they've like opened, they have accepted me with open arms, and so it's been really cool to see that genre of music out here in LA because I really didn't even think it existed. Yeah. You know, I it was from home. It wasn't from LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true, so true. Um, I want to talk about Pebbles because what a great song. Um, I also love the story behind it that it was in the inspiration or at least when you started writing it was inspired from a TikTok. Um, Can you explain that for anyone who who doesn't know the story? (laughs) Right. So when uh, Andy Grammer, honestly, it wasn't even it might have been more than a year ago by now. Yeah, I think it was September 2020. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) It's been a long time. coming. Andy Grammer put out a TikTok and it was, you know, they're blowing up. Those TikToks are blowing up where you like finish the verse. Or yes, verse. I love those. They're doing that again. Yeah, me too. I got to do more. Um, but he put out one and he was just playing the guitar and beatboxing. And I was like, oh, let me get on this one. And so I, I did it. And then I was like, I actually kind of really like this. I like what I'm writing. And that to me inspired just like, I don't know what it was, but it just inspired it a giant dark not dark hole but like a giant hole of like creativity and I just have not stopped since then Uh, I haven't stopped writing since then I felt very inspired and I think I've had a pretty big gap um of like not feeling that inspired up until like that TikTok so uh, yeah Andy Grammer put it out I did a little uh you know 
wrote some words over it. He liked it. I was like, I actually want to make this into a real song. And then the rest is history. I just kept doing that. Yes. That's that's amazing. I do love those open verse challenges. And also, I love Andy Grammer as well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so talented. I love his songwriting. I He's such an amazing artist. Yeah, he's awesome. Fun fact about him, uh, although then we'll go. Sorry, <laughs> this is a sidetrack. But fun fact about him, in college, I used to be in charge of um, bringing the concerts to my school. And I had Andy Grammer as an opener, but uh, he only had, like, I don't even think he was signed yet. He was just like just starting to tour. He was like way younger and the nicest human ever was like just so like, thank you so much for having me. It was just like so sweet. So we love yeah. Andy Grammer. Wait, I'm going to fun fact off of your fun Ooh, fact. Yes. <laughs> I love when artists are like that. But um, I actually had gotten sick. It was my sophomore year of college um and i was i had tickets to see him and my friends i I couldn't go i just had gotten so sick and my friends went without me and andy asked like they told him that because i had vip i was supposed to meet him so i got like a signed poster but um he took my friend's phone and made a video and he's like leah i'm so sorry you can't be here i heard you were sick i hope you feel better i love you and i actually wound up using that video in like my story time tiktoks uh that i made for pebbles (laughs) yes like amazing guy such a nice guy we love you andy <laughs> <laughs> the andy grammar fan show it's, exactly it's not about me anymore sorry it's- sorry move to andy grammar no let's go back to you because now i want to talk um candy coated can you what a like great fun upbeat pop rock song like you really embody what this show is which is pop rock <laughs> yeah. um oh, i'm so honored that you say that <laughs> yes oh totally can you tell me a little bit about um i guess the songwriting process behind candy coated well it's very similar to pebbles um <laughs> i saw a tiktok <laughs> yes and i was inspired by it um the tiktok was a little more it was by bk this time is he's an independent i'm pretty sure he's an independent yeah artist. wait i love bk oh really yeah, yeah. He, he does yeah. like because his music that totally makes sense with yours because his music is a mix of like um it's like can be it can be dancey but it's like dancey um rock there's there's like rock elements to it as well I guess maybe that's what inspired it too, because I, I really liked it, but I do know his stuff is leans a little more electronic yeah. dance. That's not really my genre, but it was just another challenge. And I just sat and thought about it in like 20 minutes, recorded the TikTok, and I was like, I really like this too. And uh at the time I was creating the EP with Joey Pepe, who's out here in Los Angeles. He's a, an amazing producer. Um and I just kept like giving him my TikTok ideas and I was like honestly joey we're gonna be having like a whole ep at the i mean there's there's only three songs plus an extra one but i was like they were going out fast they were getting uh produced pretty fast everything happened so quickly because i was just so creative with with it so that it's that's pretty much the same story i think that one's my not i don't have a favorite but like i think that one excites me because it's the closest thing to where i'm trying to go uh with my sound totally totally and and it's one of my favorites from your EP because <laughs> it's just it's so fun and it really is like just a cool sound because it is a mix of to- it, it kind of blends all a bunch of different genres. I don't, I don't even know what genre you would, you would call it. Yeah, I honestly to me, it was like I asked some people and they're just like, oh, pop. But I get like a little bit of a pop punk vibe. But that's the second time I've heard someone say it's like 
a blend of genres and someone else said the other day that it was experimental and i'm like i didn't even think of it like Ooh. that that's pretty cool like you guys don't even know how to explain it maybe i'm doing something here yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i yeah i don't know if i would say it's straight pop but again it's like you said what is what is pop you yeah. know what i mean it's like yeah. <laughs> would you call like billy eilish pop because there's nothing like pop about her music either you know <laughs> so weird it's yeah so, it makes me think yeah for sure um, also, congratulations, because I saw that you were on uh, Apple's Apple Music's new and alternative. Yes, thank you. How did you feel? This is for Lollipop, right? Yes, this is for the cover I released. Yes. How did you feel about that? I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think I was actually at work one night and I saw it and I was like, I got a text actually from, uh, my, my friend who's my neighbor mentor. Um, he kind of runs the stuff on the back end with, uh, distribution, uh, and he's like, Hey, uh, your cover just got on. He, he kind of updates me when I get like placements or anything. He's like, your cover just got on Apple music editorial and my heart stopped. I had no one to tell because I wasn't around anyone I talked to. Uh, it, I just was like roaming. I work at a bar. So I was just like walking around and I was like, crap, who do I tell? Um, so I just kind of like went in the back and I sat down and I started texting a bunch of people and I was like, no way, no way, no way. Um, so that was an amazing feeling. I think it's such a it's such an honor as like a, a small artist or an independent artist to be featured on editorial. Um, it you know, it's not the be all and end all, but it was just such a cool opportunity to see that my music now had the opportunity to reach, you know, so many more people. It was just it was like a milestone for me. I, I oh. was I was bugging out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Exactly. I like the way you said that. It's not the all and be be. All, end. all and end all. Yes. <laughs> but it's 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 the way for for more people to hear your music and that's ultimately what you want, right? More people to hear your music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was really cool. I mean, it was only one, but I was like that one is so special to me and it stayed on there for a whole month, which yeah. is also amazing. I don't hear of that as often. I'm not sure how they work and rotate songs out, but it was on there for a while, so yeah. that was great. That that really is great. Um, I saw that you just performed recently back in Jersey, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. What are some of your songs now that you have your EP out and singles and you've had music before the EP as well, right? Yes. Several singles. What, um, what are some of your favorite songs to perform live? Uh, I love this question. Um, I always say, I don't know what it is. I want to tell you my favorite and then my least favorite because I keep talking about that lately. (laughs) Ooh. Okay. I love that. Tea. Yes. Um, I think my favorite's Hawaii, and I don't know why. It's just so much fun to to, to perform. I had uh, recently just did it with a full band, and it sounded like rock music. Mm. It was so cool because that's kind of like dancey or yeah. not not dancey, but it's way more electronic. It's super super pop, um, and it's an older song. I I wrote it like years ago. So I I when I heard it when I was rehearsing it with a full band. That might lead into something in the future, too, but I'm not going to say anything else. But when I was rehearsing it with a full band, I was like, you guys made this rock and roll. And they're like, we're just playing your songs with real instruments. Like it was it was so cool. So I've always enjoyed playing or, you know, performing that song live. And that that just like made me realize even more how much I love to perform Mm -hmm. that one live. Um, and then I also like anyone, too, because that's Mm -hmm. like super gritty. And I get like I get like nasty with it. I give like 
you know, I don't, I, I really enjoy that one. And then I guess my least favorite, cause I've been saying this lately is stay right. I'm just so sick of performing <laughs> that song live and everyone's like, but I love it. It's so catchy. It is catchy. It's such a fun song. I just, it's very repetitive and it, it feels like I run a marathon every time I mm, sing it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. We, do you ever think about the like singers who they perform those same songs for just ever? <laughs> I know. I, I don't even like I I had like 10 shows this past year and I'm like, I want to retire that one. <laughs> Can you imagine like doing that no. times 50 for like 20 years? No, uh, no way. About like a heartache from like 20 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Uh, well, I hope when if if or do you have any shows coming up? Not yet. Um, I'm working really hard on my uh, new music right now. So I'm trying not to book anything too soon. But um, there's always and some opportunities coming up here and there. So I might have a show announcement in the near future. Cool. Ooh, I'm so excited to hear about new music. I'm sure you can't tell me anything, but I can't wait to hear more from you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, I wanted to play a little game with you, if that's cool. Yes. Um, oh, and yes. this was kind of in honor of Jersey Boy. And your uh, move from Jersey to L.A. So I thought I would do this. This might be controversial to some listeners, so I apologize. But I thought I would do a Jersey versus L.A. I'll give you a topic and you'll tell me whether you would pick Jersey or L.A. for that topic. I love that. All right. Cool. Cool. So I'm sorry to the New Jersey-ins, New Jerseyans and (laughs) Joyzeans and uh, the L.A. People who live in Jersey and LA, because um, because people who are from Jersey are diehard. So I don't want anyone mad at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> people from Jersey and LA are diehard. They're both still. diehard. So so, all right. So let's go. I'm gonna start with the scenery in Jersey or LA. Very different. That's so hard. Because I'm gonna have my answers are gonna be so thorough. I feel like that's <laughs> that's cool. Because people, I'm sure people will relate. They'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I grew up in a beach town, so I feel like the town I grew up in is just so beautiful. And I, I frequent the beach way more when I'm when I visit home than I ever do in L.A. Um, but and then like when I think of L.A., it's, there's just like a lot of like concrete and strip malls and stuff like that. But I mean, if you got to like think about the coastline mm. and the mountains and how it drops off, I definitely think Los Angeles has better scenery. I think anyone would probably say that, but maybe maybe I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good one. So L.A. wins that one. But props to Jersey as well. Um, well, this one also is, is kind of seems obvious to me but mexican food oh well that's obviously los angeles i know i know i don't even know why i put that one there i was just talking to my roommate about that because we both had visited home for christmas and we're we're just we just texted each other the whole time be like i miss la food because my favorite food to eat is mexican and and asian food mainly like sushi mm-hmm. or ramen and it's just not the same in 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 jersey like it's hard to find mm-hmm. it's really hard to find whereas like i can walk outside and there's like I'm surrounded by like five amazing Mexican restaurants that I frequent very often. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Well, here, this might go more leading towards Jersey, but what about pizza? 
Definitely. Yeah, definitely Jersey. Although I, I'm not like an expert on pizza tasting. I feel like I just say Jersey because that's the only like right answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I had this like, oh, it's funny. I had I had a pizza at work yesterday and someone was saying, wow, this is the best pizza I've had since New York pizza. And it was pretty good, actually. But I mean, it's from L.A. So yeah. people, people know how to make good pizza. You just got to find it. Yeah. But yeah. Jersey yep. takes the cake for that. All right. Jersey Jersey wins that one. Um, okay. I thought this one was interesting. You just brought it up, but I know you're from a beach town. So uh, Jersey beaches or L.A. beaches? So I'm going to say Jersey beaches. Ooh. And I also feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like that people would disagree, but I, I don't know. It just, I guess when I think of L.A. beaches, I think of, so there's like touristy ones and then there's private ones or like, or like, you know, isolated ones like mm-hmm. Malibu and stuff like that. And I really enjoy going to those ones when I do go to the beach here. Um, Cause it's just like beautiful and quiet. Um, but the touristy ones are kind of, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say dirty, but they're just, they're massive. Like mm-hmm. they are like so big. It's scary. It's just too much beach. And it's just like intimidating to, to look at and, I wouldn't want to sit there. I don't know. Just yeah. and it's like smoggy a lot of the time. So half the time you go to the beach, you don't even know if it's going to be sunny. Um, whereas Jersey, like I said, uh, every time I go home, even if it's the winter, uh, like obviously in the summer, I like frequented the beach so much when I went home. Um, and this winter, I went to the beach a couple times just to have a moment and yep. enjoy it. And I just it's small, it's quaint. I do like when it gets touristy and busy because it's. I don't know. Just like the vibe is just different. And yeah. I like Jersey beaches better. Love it. Jersey wins that one. Let's do. Oh, this one was more for Jersey points, but getting gas. I don't know if you drive, but. I have an electric vehicle. Ooh. So that's a, a fun brag that I get to. Yes. I get to use now. It is really new, though. I've only had it for about two months, but um, nice. I. I don't know. I I kind of when I did drive a car that took gas, I kind of prefer just kind of going about my business and doing it myself and not having to sit there and ask someone to, you know, fill my tank up for me. Because obviously everywhere but Jersey, you have to fill your own tank up. So it just seems like a. I just got to do my own thing instead of have to wait on somebody else. That was so (laughs) So interesting. what would that be? That would be L.A. then. Yeah. No, not gas prices, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot to take that into consideration. I went home and I saw the gas prices and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> and they're like six dollars here a gallon. It's oh, disgusting. That's wild. Well, Leah, I had so much fun chatting with you today. That was a blast. Yeah, I enjoyed talking to you. That was so that was so smooth and fun and so fun. Great, great night. Everyone go stream Jersey Boy. And I can't wait to hear the rest of what's next to come i cannot wait for you to hear it it's you're it's just gonna it's gonna fit the vibes of the pop rocks yes. station as well so yes. it's definitely leaning in that direction thank you again for having me and yay yeah <laughs> of course thank you so much have a good rest of your night you too bye bye Hey, if you like what you heard today and you want to hear more interviews from up-and-coming artists, follow our podcast at Pop Rocks Interviews, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're bored and you have a minute, give us a rating on iTunes. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. You can also check out our website at PopRocksBK.com or follow us on social media at PopRocksBK. Pop Rocks BK.